0: He grew up in Quebec, adoring the Quebec Northeast. He downs the Canadians.
1: This is the guy who beats this hockey team, heart and soul guy. Get the dirt balls ready! After 39 long years, the cup is yeah. Ladies and my, my, gentlemen, my, my, boys and my, my girls, friend. welcome back to another one. episode of Only Bruins. I am your host, Downtown Boosie Baby, and uh, this is a depressing episode. This is one that we unfortunately, are, it has to be talked about, and we have to talk. There's, it's, it's just not. Uh, happy pod this week let's put it that way to follow up with marina from last week she was fucking fantastic turns out she was spot on about that nose job possibly but (laughs) before we get into that i'll shoot it over to my brother from another mother brett howard how are we living buddy
0: all right we're all right um you know we had we got some tough news we got some exciting news uh it's it's a big mix of emotions right now um you know, it, I don't think it's really set in yet. I don't think it will till the season start. But like you said, I brought it up on something's brewing yesterday for my little pop in. Marina hit that right on the head. Like I can't when we even tried to get some uh, info. From, she didn't even know anything. We tried to get info no, She from really her didn't. before she and after.
1: <laughs> she even said she talked to Lucic. Yeah, Lucic gave, didn't say anything. Yeah, and then so, she showed us that picture.
0: I'm like, oh no, dude. She shocked Bruins Twitter. You know? Yeah. And it, that's it that's what sense. we're here for. But it 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 was bittersweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it was definitely bittersweet. It's it sucks that it came to an end for uh Mr. Bergeron. But before we get into the Bergeron news, we have some news of ourselves, and this was a tough one for the fellas. Um uh, there's no really easy way to say it. It's just like we decided to um, go our separate ways with Black and Gold Productions. Uh, it's it was kind of something we've talked we've thought about for a little bit now, a few weeks I would say maybe if that. And uh, it was a tough decision. We were fucking going back and forth with it for a while. Uh, we kind of find finally decided to like kind of pull the trigger and we just have this gut feeling with ourselves but i mean before we even mention that i just uh none of this would have been possible without mark allred um ceo of black and gold productions uh he gave us this platform trusted us and put a lot of faith into us by you know having our having our podcast being the fucking fools that we are some weeks and just Hmm. having having fun and talking bruins and he gave us that big platform for you guys to hear about us and start listening and we've built up a lot of loyal listeners because of that and none of that would have been possible without mark and black and gold productions he does a great job over there like not only that it's just even before i was part of it on my old podcast and stuff he's helped me a ton with Just learning a lot of stuff, but also um, with my whole Movember movement for my dad, he's huge on that, always donates to, always one of the first people to share, and stuff like that doesn't go unnoticed, I don't forget about that stuff, Uh, I'm honored to call him a friend, I've built a great friendship with him, we've had plenty of laughs, lots of, lots of beers together, and just lots of good times, and just because we're going our separate ways doesn't mean it ended bad by any means. Uh, we're still good friends with Mark. You you might even hear him on the podcast time to time and he'll be joining us on the live streams time to time as well when we have when we have them on, because, you know, no, no bridges were burned, no bad blood at all. Just we, we had a gut feeling that we're kind of we just have this I don't know. I I don't know how you want to
0: say it, but like we just have this feeling that we, we kind of want to, want bet to see on where ourselves. we can go. Yeah, we want to bet on ourselves. Yeah. And and it's not that Mark didn't give us that opportunity at all. It's the complete opposite of that. It it's just come a time now that um you, you know, like it, this comes in a lot of uh a lot of podcast progressions. It's unfortunate that this is how the business works and stuff but like like you said like there's not no ill will to black and gold are are our time there has been unbelievable this was my second go around i'm very grateful for mark for my beginning opportunity like i reached out to him as a as a fan of his listening to his podcast and um, asked if i could come on one of his live streams for a trade deadline and we just kind of never looked back from there so i could i couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity he let me start beehive Um, he pushed me to the person that i am today in this industry and uh, the way that we do things is a big reflection of Mark and how great of a mentor he has been to both of us. And, uh, you know, like like not even just a mentor, mentor or work, uh, a co-worker or boss. He's been a great friend to us. Uh, we've both gone through shit that Mark has been there. No problem. No questions asked. And um like you said, it, it's just this is just a new adventure for us. Um, we're going to keep supporting BNG. It's where we came from, it's our roots. Uh, we would never uh, badmouth or bash, like, keep listening to their programs. We're going to keep subscribing and pushing their stuff. It just was a time for us to step away and do our own thing. And, um, like you said, like, I don't know, we feel like we kind of have something here and we just want to try a new avenue. And, um, just push our push ourselves as 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 far as we can go in, in this new adventure that we're gonna be working on. But uh like I, I I can't thank Mark enough for everything he's done for us. Uh he's been a great friend. He will continue to be a great friend of mine. Um you know it, it was this decision was tough on us. And like Boosie said like we thought about it for a couple weeks now. Um we wrestled with it for a long time we talked to a bunch of people and you know we just felt like it was our time to spread out or uh, what's it called um like get out of the bird's nest and spread let our, our wings, wings fly yeah, yeah spread our wings a little bit <laughs> what what do they say in the other guys I'm a peacock you got to let, let me fly so yeah. yeah and and another thing too is thank you to mark for letting us be us uh, we knew what we wanted when we came in this time around uh, when Boosie added me or invited me on the podcast, it's funny we've we've had this vision for a while, but we're both tied up in different stuff. Um, it clicked, it worked. He was always supportive of us and our antics and our crazy takes and yeah. and, and all of that shit. No beer is safe. He, he you know he he let us have the creative ability to do what we wanted to, and um, that's kind of what helped us get on. Into this new adventure we're about to start um, And we want to thank him uh, Times and Times and over again It's bittersweet, it sucks it We kind of felt like with the news dropping with Bergeron, we'll keep it sad for everyone And uh, pull through Or uh, pull the trigger on something That we've kind of been thinking about for a couple weeks Now but uh, To wrap it all up I guess Thank you again Mark Allred, you're a hell of a dude We wouldn't be only Bruins without you and the platform you have and uh the, the opportunities and, and also the great fucking people i've met in b and g like bng has some of the that was one of the hardest things for us in clearly how era. we met and became friends so, yeah so. like it's we met Sully Meld all these other guys and it, it, it that I think that's the toughest part is leaving the bng umbrella because of all the friends opportunities and great people we've met along the way but we're excited for this new adventure we're not gonna forget our old friends or colleagues at all and we're we're just gonna keep moving along and uh, we hope that you guys follow us on this new adventure and big big things are coming for uh only bruins
1: yeah it's it's bittersweet it's exciting but you know it's it kind of was if we don't go our separate ways then we would probably live with you know what if so I'm not saying that we're going to be the next best thing but just what if we just didn't trust our gut and see where this goes and we're like like, like this you said, was just we're...
0: us two drinking beers for an hour a week yeah that's how it literally started out and i i think that's a testament to what bng is built Uh, We didn't think this was going to turn into this. And now that it has, uh, we both just agreed be stupid not to see the opportunities that we could, you know, we're both in a point in our lives right now where we want to push this thing as far as we can and put everything we have into it. And and B&G gave us the opportunity and strength and courage to even make this leap. So um, again, thank you again to B&G Productions, LLC, and everything that we've gotten from them and Mark Allred.
1: Exactly. So please continue to support them, especially if you're a Bruins fan. They pump out content left and right. You can follow Mark at Black and Gold277. You can check out the website at uh not at geez, I'm so used to that. Blackandgoldhockey.com. Uh they just pump up pump out articles left and right. They had someone there today covering uh covering Patrice Bergeron's press conference. So they're not going away by any means. They'll still be pumping out articles left and right. Uh, We'll continue to support them. So we ask that you guys continue to support them because there's talented writers over there. There's very there's a lot of very amazing people over there. Uh, So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that we were able to keep this friendship and. It's going to benefit both parties, really, if, you know, and we will keep all sharing each other's stuff, supporting each other, because it truly is. It, it It is. It truly was like a blast getting to know Mark and interacting with him for fuck. It's, I think, three you're years, three.
0: Now? Yeah, you're three. And I'm two. this like this would be my third year going in.
1: Yeah. Fucking then wild it doesn't even feel that long but but it's I mean lots of good memories so it's please Mm -hmm. continue to support them follow Mark check out the website lots of talented people over there go check it out but um yeah it's 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 it's, it was a tough decision but it was decision that had to be made and here we are today and now we got more depressing news to talk about kind of Mm -hmm. but yes I mean I (sighs) I guess we'll dive into Patrice Bergeron no longer playing in the NHL. He officially announced his retirement. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Uh. We'll just roll
0: one sad thing into the other. Yeah. Like,
1: (laughs) oh, man, I don't even want to talk. Like, I have no motivation to podcast this week at all. I texted you earlier today. I'm like, oh, maybe we should do Saturday. But I'm like, I definitely won't want to do a Saturday um so here we are the day sometimes i just never thought this day would come patrice bergeron officially done after 19 seasons playing in the nhl for the boston bruins one stanley cup many awards
0: i mean it's Selkie world championship world junior two gold medals like you name it i just saw today's one of the most face-offs in nhl history
1: no shit, and I thought, fuck that. Like, that's, what a fuck.
0: wild stat!
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it just sucks because he he was so, and he did say that he wanted to go. He kind of wanted to go out on top of his game, and he because it's just he's too good to retire. But mm. I get where he's coming from. I mean,
0: <laughs> he said the body, the body let him know this soft season.
1: Well, also he he kind of knew, hinted at it, or had an idea of it when he kind of lost that motivation to get back into the gym and get prepped for next season. And he kind of went into this season almost expecting that was his last, but he played 1,294 games in the NHL. He had 427 goals, 613 assists for 1,040 points. I mean, finishes his career with a plus minus of plus 289. Um, That's
0: insane.
1: Uh, a- absolutely insane I want to see
0: His faceoff percentages are probably up there too The greatest of all time
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to Face So Yeah, he has 13,224 career faceoff wins uh Versus 9,223 faceoff losses He finishes Jesus. his career With a 58.9% In the dot uh, lots oh. of block shots, lots of hits, and look at it this way: for how ma- how much ice he gets, how much, just how many games he's played, the lines he gets paired up against, being on the PK, being on the power play, he finishes his career with only seven hundred six, or no, sorry, three hundred seventy-five giveaways. Like that's what?
0: insane. That's insane. Fucking
1: Rich Peverly had that one game. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude,
0: like I just I just checked it too. He finished um eighth in best face off percentage of all time. Um, and he was like point, what is it? Zero. Yeah, point, point nine. Away from being seventh of all time, but within in ending as eighth eighth best faceoff percentage of all time, he's one ahead, ahead of Adam Oates. Adam Oates was talked about as one of the greatest faceoff guys of all time. So Bergeron did the best two way player of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, there's Dad Suk, but like what Bergeron did for his whole career, um, the injuries he went through. Sully and Mel were talking about this. Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane ended their careers on shit teams. Bergeron very, very rarely played on a bad team. And I think that's a testament to good he players. He goes play all the way back team. to
1: his beginning years, I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep, I don't necessarily maybe. remember like the 2003 04 season was his first season. That was the lockout, tried-
0: though, wasn't it?
1: No, because it uh, was
0: that 04 05.
1: I know one yeah, of them that was a the lockout. that, was, 04, that was, 05 the, was a lockout. Yeah, because that was the uh, real
0: junior year with that Team Canada team with fucking Perry, Crosby, and Berger on his top Jesus line. Man.
1: <laughs> fucking wild. But it's just man, it is crazy to like look at all the games played and how many more games he could have played too if there weren't for that lockout injuries. You gotta Injury. remember too, the amount of concussions he dealt with early on in his career. The fact that he played so like he was obviously targeted by other teams and so many players have respect for him that they didn't target him in that way when you hear targeted, but they were targeting him. I mean, they knew Mm -hmm. he dealt with a shit ton of injuries come playoff time and stuff. And the fact that he was such so smart of a player to never really put himself in a position again to be concussed or deal with major injuries, you know, kind of like. Tom Brady, I mean, his he only tore his ACL once and then he was healthy for his
0: whole career. Like, I mean, even, even Chara, like... Dude, Don Sweeney talked about Ray Bork and how he just played forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he literally just... And, like, Bergeron, same thing. Like, they're just built different. Like, 37 and this guy's at the top of his career. Like, over the past, like, five to seven years, he's put up some of the best numbers of his life. Like season yeah, to season, yeah. it's like it's, mean, it's 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 insane.
1: I mean, even this year, he he obviously won the Selkie. He was one of the better centermen in the league. I mean, he was just shy of sixty
0: points. Um, so, so speaking on Selkie, they gotta change. Like if he's willing, they gotta change the award name eventually, right? They have to. I feel like yeah, I mean, you know Bertrand won that, award. but plus, plus he's so respected throughout the league. You know, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. He's looked at it as one of the greatest two, like, Canadian players of all time. Like, it's funny because him and Crosby came up at the same time. But, like, one of the only times they went head-to-head in the playoffs, Bergeron just completely wet-blanketed Crosby. You know? Like, he he knew the way he played. He knew the way to defend him. And then you hear Bergeron talk about how much of a testament that is to Claude, uh, Claude Julien, or, Yeah, Am I saying that right? That sounds weird for some reason. Claude Julian. Yeah, that's right. Claude Julian. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that sounded so weird for a second. Maybe (laughs) I just haven't said it in a long time. I forget what I said the
1: other day that felt so weird to say. Fuck, I forget what. Now it's going to bother me, but go on.
0: (laughs) But then you even, like, hear Don Sweeney. He remembers Bergeron coming to the league as an 18-year-old on his team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just... He played forever. He played the right way. You have Jim Montgomery at his thousandth point. He, he talking about if Bergeron cheated the game more, he'd probably have twelve to thirteen hundred points.
1: Dude, if he was in any other system, like you mm. got to remember those Claude Julian systems, so defensive minded, so many low scoring games. I mean,
0: and after, sorry, he
1: he would have finished his career if he was in another system. He would have finished finished his career with probably point per game player.
0: Yeah. And what's crazy is uh jaffe and Razor on the morning, brew uh with RC we're talking about um how Dallas gave the pickup to get Bergeron because back in the day, if you signed someone else's free agent and, and paid them enough money, there was like compensation. Oh, yeah, so Dallas could, those days. Dude, yeah. dude, it could have been a hundred different ways. Montreal could have picked him up, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and it, it just I said it on um Something's brewing as, as a Canadian and for Boston as such a rich American sports history team or team city, um, and being American taking in this French Canadian kid, you know, who like there was question marks around him in the beginning and just taking him in as your own, um, you know him really becoming a Bostonian, and 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 uh, like th- one of the faces of like Boston sports. Like when it goes down to brass tacks and the Bruins, like who do you bring up? Bob Orr, Esposito, Busick? Okay, yeah, go a little further. You got your Bork's, your Neely's, your Oates. Okay, go a mm-hmm. little further. It goes to the Bergerons, the uh, Charas, the Marchands, the Krejci's, and it 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 just. I think he separates himself so when you go decade to decade, like or Espo, um, Bork, Bergeron, right? Cause like, yes, there was Chara and we love Chara and he brought the cup here and the culture here, but Bergeron executed for years and years behind closed doors and just was such a staple in the city of Boston. Like I was saying to him, I wouldn't I was saying to the boys last night, I wouldn't be surprised if a hospital wing in boston gets named after him or something just because of how great he was within the community and how much he gave yeah. back and how great like he talked in his presser today about what he all his main goal is to give back to kids and teach kids the right and wrong way to be a you know be a uh a, 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 uh he's the perfect human when you look at him like really is
1: when you when you think of patrice bergeron it's like okay that's someone i would 100 want to date my daughter and he yeah, kind yeah. of I mean they don't make people like Bergeron like no find me another athlete that's even it's close god, to it's close God to, given yeah is that god is
0: yeah god? Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you ask bruins twitter <laughs> he did die for our sins so yeah um but yeah like it, it, yeah man it you just think i don't know i hope he sticks around boston like Bork and other i think he
1: said in his presser that he
0: he will this year, but then he kind of left it up the going yeah. forward. No, but I, I don't think he'll ever sell a house in Boston. Maybe no, he wants no. to move back to Montreal for his kids. I mean, because his dad, his dad is sick. So mm-hmm. it's like, so it mm-hmm. it makes
1: sense, big picture wise, because obviously you know how much of a family man he is. He does have a newborn.
0: His dad's sick Like God his poor wife Has been waiting For her husband <laughs> You know For like The past like What We've been talking about Bergeron retiring Since the last crunch. I mean how many up. times Has he had to go home to her With a new injury too like... Yeah Dude I saw today's eyebrow From like here to here Is just like The biggest scar I was like Man yeah. that And I'm pretty sure He has
1: a nice one On his upper lip too I could be wrong
0: Yeah but... Yeah he's got one Under his chin too Yeah You can tell it's just...
1: It just taking. Taking a beating.
0: He's battle uh. tested. But you know what? He did that for this fucking city. It's the same thing as Ortiz, man. Like like Bergeron was a little quieter with it, but he fucking, you know, he th- they asked him what what he's the most happiest about and that he said that he gave everything to the city of Boston and he left it all on the line, you know? Mm-hmm. There was not one moment where you could be like, "Ah, oh, I wish we got more from Bergeron." Like yes, it happens in the later years, but when you think about him as a whole, like what didn't he do for the city? What didn't he do for this organization for fucking Providence, Maine, uh the e- e- ECHL teams going back in the past. Like he always made sure his guys were good in an age with mental illness being such a tough thing. Um, Sexuality, race, gender. Like he always was backing everything and making sure that everyone felt comfortable in their space and that, you know he he could provide his service as a Boston Bruin on and off the ice, and it, it just he's just so admirable, and 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 I'm so honored. Oh God, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm so honored to um, have watched him the past twenty years, man. Fuck, it's gonna be tough.
1: It, it's it is gonna be tough, and it's gonna be so weird. And like I put a tweet out yesterday, like we truly didn't deserve him we didn't deserve him as a cat and not saying that we're fucking scumbags or whatever i mean sure some of us are but it wasn't a single friend. no one deserves a captain like that no one deserves someone as loyal and as perfect as a human being to i mean of all teams in boston too like the Jacobs are so fucking lucky, especially with how they treated this team for so many years that a guy like him stuck around, took discounts to stay here because he believed he loved Boston. He believed in the team. He believed in the system. He believed in the coaches. Like it goes to show the kind of person he is, how loyal he is. I mean, because if, if, if you put him up to a lie detector and ask him some questions about the Jacobs and early, you know, years ago and how they were, Being cheap and dealing with the team and stuff like that, like I'm sure you know, he'd open up then. And there's a
0: couple prime years that were wasted. One hundred percent, yeah. And it's just, it's not his fault. He did everything everything he fucking could. He'd bring players in, like you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. it. it, it, When you have Sidney Crosby saying
1: remember sorry to cut you off but just talk oh. to me like remember like we got him at the trade deadline then the following year he was like in providence i believe jamel smith yeah I'll yeah, say yeah his
0: name was he was yep. dealing
1: with mental health issues and
0: bergeron he just, was in the program before he came over
1: yes and bergeron kind of could tell something was off with him and he'd be down in providence too and he would just check in on him like Mm-hmm. You're one of your the future captain, your assistant captain of this team that has serious goals in mind, w- with one of the biggest franchises in in NHL history, and you're taking the time out of your day because the spotlight's always on Bergeron when you're a Boston Bruin, and mm-hmm. you're taking time out of your day to check on, check in on guys like that. Like there's there's probably so many stories like that that we don't even know of, and oh yeah, it's it's wild to think about how great of a family man he is obviously he's got a happy wife because they're still together and you just you see how martian is you saw crechey tearing up in that video Oh, i know and like there's never going to be another patrice bergeron never
0: no like dude mark stones never even played with him and he was calling them this summer about bruce cassidy yeah you know what i mean like that's <clears throat> it's The, the best e- analogy is what um, John Michael Lyle said on Spit Chicklets months ago. They reposted the clip the other day. He was talking about how uh, after he retired, he thanked Bergeron for everything, uh, how great he was with his family, welcoming him to the city of Boston. Uh, getting to play with him was a, such an honor. And He, mm-hmm. he told Patrice Bergeron that, that there's Joe Sackick and then there's you. For leaders of all time And to me I look at it like I know People say Messier was one of the greatest leaders But like it was a fear thing with Messier Right like yeah you also heard that he's A
1: dick at times too exactly
0: He was respected but he was hated Try and find someone who has a bad like there's the, the, the infamous story of Sh, uh, Sean Avery when he was young going after Joe Sackick and somebody on the Detroit bench was like you do not talk to Mr. Sackick like that yeah you know what I mean like and that I, I, get, I get that same vibe with Bergeron you've Crosby the greatest leader of all time to some people saying I'm not playing like I Bergeron's coming on this 2010 Olympic team and he's centering me like Bergeron just came two that was 2 years after his injury where like people thought he might never play hockey again you know what i mean and like yeah. that's is it, the leadership is the person he is um like I, I just it's so tough because you could just like talk about him all day long and it sucks he's not coming back um but I think we could both agree that we are so happy for him, his family. Uh, like I've joked about it, his poor wife. Like she yeah. and c- congratulations to them and their new their new son, Felix, uh, who they welcomed into the world. That reminds me, I saw a tweet earlier today. Uh, I, th-
1: I think it was Sarah. Uh, I got to look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure it was Sarah, like, uh, so-called person one. I think her. Oh yeah, is. yeah. She put out a tweet today about Bergeron. I, I'm almost positive it was her. Um, I I could be wrong, but it was basically like Bergeron. Maybe she deleted it, or I swear it was fucking her. But, anyways, whoever it was, sorry if I didn't get you right. But, um, it was like Bergeron retiring to spend more time with his wife and family, Tom Brady could never. And then I, I was just like, man, it's funny <laughs> because Brady's like fucking worst worshipped, worshipped here for among Pats fans and as he should be. But mm-hmm. he's not the model citizen that fucking Patrice Bergeron was. Yeah, like I, I you know, Brady did th- so many good things for the Pats, but then he he he's too addicted to a game to fucking and ends up losing his wife. Because of it, Bergeron knew it was the right time. It's time to be a dad. Like, like it is. He just knew. He he's made every right call in his career, and he it's he's at a point where he, you can just trust the call. Like, yes, it would have he, been fair to very the sure. Yes, it would have been fair to the Bruins or himself if he came back with his heart not fully in it. Uh, it, it just, it, it, I don't know, man. It, you he, just got he seems
0: at peace with this yeah. decision,
1: and it sucks, dude. It absolutely sucks because you just didn't think this day was gonna come, but the day has come. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a and I don't mean this in a bad way by any means, but it's kind of a breath, breath of fresh air because it's like, all right, well, how many years have we been talking about after Patrice Bergeron after Patrice Bergeron? Well, now it's after Patrice Bergeron. We're here, bitch. <laughs> we're worrying about yeah, we're worrying about centerman now for the future. We're not going to get into any of that bullshit this week. We'll talk about potential new captain, potential centerman down the line next week. Uh, we just wanted to vote this episode to obviously B and G uh, leaving them and. You know, just our great friendship with Mark and all them, but I'll and also Patrice Bergeron. It's it's all it's not fair to Bergeron to not that he could give two shits, but
0: he listens. Yeah, he he, he <laughs> listens. He <laughs> listens. Um,
1: it's not fair to just instantly talk about the next captain or life after him. I want to give it give him a full episode along with B and G because
0: both those people, B and G and Bergeron have been good to us. So yeah i would like dude you know what i think is funny is the second he turned 38 years old he fucking retires like i know the <laughs> number his number is 37 like just the second he was 38 he was like all right bitch i'm out yeah <laughs> but it's just like those are things that like hockey players do and like i don't know i'm not saying writing was on the wall but like you hear now that there was champagne at the game um in Montreal with his family, which who gives a shit, but then you also hear Bergeron's not normally that guy to like be drinking out and open like that and celebrating. It just kind of felt like the hug with Marchand, Um, You know, just, it, I think we just were in denial and didn't want to believe it. And that's understandable because like I said, this is like my childhood, man. Like he was drafted to the Bruins when I was 11 years old. All I've known is Bergeron. And Krejci and Marshawn and it's kind of weird to think that Marshawn's the last remaining I guess Lucic is back but (laughs) you got Marshawn like the last remaining original core from that Stanley Cup and it just kind of feels right that we're starting this new like like I said on previous podcasts before, this is a
1: milestone you... year for the Bruins, and it's they're starting with a new captain and mm-hmm. a new face of the franchise for the centennial season.
0: And and like is like I think I said I said this on pods before. It would be so Bergeron to like hand the team team over in the hundredth season. You know, like I did all that I could. It's time for the next wave and for these young young guys to see what like what we have here. not that he's that makes his decision up. but, you know, just being Bergeron and the way that he goes about things, you know that was probably on his mind a little bit. And I don't know. I'm excited for the new wave. Like I know we're not going to get into it now, but like, I'm not excited. Bergeron's leaving. I'm excited to see where this team goes now because, like I said, all I've ever known is trying to win a cup for Bergeron and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like, this is like as podcasters, as uh, fans of this organization and team, this is just a new exciting era that we can be looking forward to as much as we, um, you know, uh, appreciate what Bergeron did and look at the past and, and remember and and love and cherish all those moments. um, I, I just I'm excited for the future and to see what happens next but it, it's definitely a sad day in Bruins history he can never be replaced there will never be another Bergeron and I don't know he just played the game the right way and ah, it just I don't know it just keeps looping in my head that it's over and it's just yeah. weird there's there's been two people in my lifetime that I've truly actually like
1: looked up to and like wanted to be just like them and like i'm not like no bullshit all kidding aside it's my dad and patrice Bergeron. like those are two guys mm-hmm. i've always looked up to um and it's it's weird because to me they're both gone you know like mm-hmm. and not to get like deep or anything but it's just like those are two people that have truly like looked up to like, there's no other athlete in this world that I've looked up to other than Patrice Bergeron. And, you know, obviously everyone looks up, to most people look up to their dad or, you know, parents and stuff like that. But my, my dad and Patrice Bergeron are people that I wanted to mimic. I wanted to be like them. They're, they're just such good people. Uh, they, Like they truly make the best they make people around them better they make the best of every opportunity like that's just how my dad was that's how patrice bergeron is he never took a shift off my dad never took a day off like shit like that and you know i it, without that without looking up to my dad and patrice bergeron i probably wouldn't even be close to the person i am today so like it's it's a whole lot and people are like i'm sure people you know, I I haven't cried or whatever. Maybe I got water, you know, some water in my eyes, whatever. Maybe someone was cutting onions. I don't know, but I've. It's more than just sports when it comes to someone like Patrice Bergeron, Brady. I to be honest, when Brady re- left, when when Brady left the Pats, I could give two shits. You know, I was mm-hmm. I'm a Pats fan. It was cool and all. I could give two shits when Ortiz retired. That sucked, but I could give two shits. Like it it sucked, but. When Patrice Bergeron retired, it was just totally different for me. Um, and it was it, it was tough, and it's just like it's hard to wrap your head around because you it almost felt like he was just never going to drop off. Kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, kind of like Brady. I mean, he never yeah. really dropped off his game, and uh, um, so I, I don't know, man. Those are two two guys between my dad and Bergeron that I've really tried to look up to and kind of be just like them. And I'm honored. I'm proud and of the man I've become today because of guys like them. And it's, and people say, it's, Oh, it's just a game. They're just hockey players, whatever. It's more than that when it comes to Patrice Bergeron and like just how he is as a human. I mean, we've already said a million good things about him. You can't find, I want someone to find someone, I want to find someone who has anything bad to say on him. I doubt even his wife does. And usually wives love shit talking their husbands. But (laughs) it's just, you know, when it comes to Patrice Bergeron, it's more than just hockey. It's a community. It's what he's built here, built for himself, all the good stuff that he's done for the hospitals and charities and everything. Um, What do you have at uh, Bruins games? Bergeron's pals or. Patrice's pals. Yeah. Patrice's Uh, pals, I think. Yeah. So a little shit like that. I mean, we were truly lucky to witness him for as long as we did. Uh, because I mean, his career was almost cut short. And so it's it's wild, man. But I um I'm I'm feeling lucky today. I'm feeling blessed because you know, I'm gonna be able to tell whenever I have a kid one day that I got to see Patrice Bergeron play. And You know, that's the person that because it's like when I was growing up, my dad always told me to watch Samsonov, watch him, watch how he plays. And then Ray Bork, Bobby Orr, like he told me about all these players. I saw a little bit, you know, I watched Ray Bork, I watched Samsonov, never got to watch Bobby Orr, but he would tell me, you know, look at these players. And um, my dad always picked the right players, I guess, to really look after. And uh, Patrice Bergeron has always done the best job that you could ask for a captain or assistant captain to lead by example because if if there was never a patrice bergeron in the bruins locker room we don't know if martian has the career that he has right now and i don't mean that by him developing into the player that he is it's more so his in between his ears his head like <laughs> yeah. he, in between the whistles yeah like You remember how crazy he used to be. Bergeron would talk would talk him off and has talked him off. I'm sure he would have been a hell of a player, but I don't know if he would have matured the way that he has. Yeah, you know? and, it, and it, that's just one player. Never mind many other players that he's helped improve their game. I mean, all those young guys going in and out of the locker room, all those call-ups throughout the season, you know, Patrice Bergeron was always one of the first guys.
0: Yeah man, it, I I couldn't have said it any better myself honestly. It he embodies everything of uh, a perfect human can and he did it on and off the ice. Like like you said dude, the fucking the the Marchand thing is a big one to me. Like I, I Marchand just like became the, like this now he's a leader. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It it just like that was never in the cards for me watching Marshawn early on and him getting up to his antics and um, it it just I don't know. The he like if the if the Bruins never get Bergeron, like do the Bruins have this cult? Like they don't have the culture that they have today. You no, know what I, I mean? Like yes, Zidaneo
1: helped. Zidaneo helped, but obviously he helped. Bergeron helped Zidaneo, and you don't know yeah, what kind sorry. of culture. What kind of different direction it goes in without Bergeron?
0: Yeah. And not saying that
1: Chara would have led them down this fucking dark hole. I'm sure he would have done a great job alone itself, but it's there's no Patrice Bergeron, man. When Patrice Bergeron's your right-hand man, you're a lucky son of a bitch. And Bergeron's gonna say the same thing about a guy like Chara and other assistant captains and other teammates. I mean, you're just how can how can anything go wrong when you got a guy like that in a locker room? Right. You know? Yeah. It's it's tough. And and I mean, I
0: think Chara talked about that, too. Like as much as he was the captain all those years, like he co-captained it with Bergeron.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, exactly. Like, I mean, we've said it before, too. Like the letter on the chest doesn't mean shit to guys in the law. Lo- I mean, obviously, it means something. But everyone can speak up. I mean you would see mm-hmm. Fliggy Felino speak up all the time and behind the B. And I don't know, he wore the A sometimes, right? Very uh, Yeah, like
0: yeah. I think like at the beginning of the season when a bunch of guys were out. Yeah, Chucky like, so, like Marshawn and stuff.
1: Majority of the time he never had a anything on his chest. I mean, he's a former captain himself though, but it goes yeah. to show the how welcoming that locker room was, and it's guys like Bergeron and
0: Chara. Yeah 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 and it, it, it like i don't know man they just the, the like i was saying earlier like you see players like jonathan taves and kane like taves getting pushed out of chicago and kane got traded like how many players can say they played a thousand games with one team like that's yeah. crazy There's not many guys that can say that and it's wild just yeah it's cool and like i said too they they managed to stay as much as and best as they could at the top of the standings or in the playoffs every year. Like, yes, there was – like Krejci talked about, they won together and they lost together. There was tough times, but there were some amazing times. Like, oh. I think – looking back on this season now with bergeron retiring i'm, I'm not as upset like obviously it sucks going out in the first round but like with bergeron retiring and hearing him talk about the season and how much it meant to him and like he had the most fun playing hockey in his whole career this past season like it, it makes me feel a lot better about the season we had it makes me feel better about bergeron going out on top in his own way and you know, it's a it's a testament to the culture that he he brought or he brings every game and the intensity and like you hear about him in practice and how hard he's pushing these guys. Like Grizzly talks about it all the time, like trying to play against this guy in practice is insane. Like I'm so happy he's on my team <laughs> and like yeah, it, 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 that goes up and down the lineup. Marshawn talked about how his first game because Bergeron was coming back from his injury was on the fourth line with Bergeron. And then they got separated, obviously. And then he talks about when Claude put him back up to be with Bergeron, and like what he expected because he had such high hopes for Bergeron and the way he played the game and how he played it right, defensively and offensively, both sides of the puck, and what what that meant to Marchand early on in his career. So, I I I, I don't. It fucking sucks a lot. It's a tough day. In Bruins hockey Bruins Twitter um, The city of Boston I'm sure Is having a tough time with this But I'm happy he got to go out how he wanted Um, I'm glad I didn't have to Watch him struggle To get through a season Or not meet, be frustrated Or like, That's what I mean why I guess he went out on top He went out on a happy note As shitty as the season ended Um, he, And like he said He the, the one thing he can pride himself on is, is he didn't hold back. He gave us everything he had every night. And I'm just so appreciative of that as somebody who loves this sport, loves the game and loves the Boston Bruins.
1: Yeah. We were so fucking lucky. And
0: I think a lot, I I'm mean, glad we, it happened. I'm not sad. It's sad that it's over. I'm glad it happened at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of those it, things. It, it's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Th- don't don't be sad it's over. Be happy. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> yeah. a sent
0: to us today. <laughs> yeah,
1: my mind's in a fucking pretzel today, too. What a fucking
0: week it's been. Oh, but, I wish I wish we knew we were in the good times before the good times are over. <laughs> yeah, the fucking um from the office. From the office. Yeah. Oh, you know,
1: for as for as funny as the show and unserious of a show that is, man, that fucking quote hits hard,
0: dude. Oh. I think it's what Michael's leaving. I totally forget i i, gotta I watch think again. i I know that andy says it.
1: i'm a big office it, nerd yeah yeah I, I i used to fall asleep to that every fucking night then they took it off yeah. netflix so i switched to falling asleep to new girl every fucking night now they took that off netflix but it's on hulu so uh, i still watch that majority of the time falling asleep but uh we'll we'll try to cheer you guys up right now um not sure i mean We gotta let the man speak himself too Not sure how you guys will feel about Bobby's Corner this week But just hearing that guy's voice puts me in a good mood So ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Bobby Brewski's Corner, baby
2: From the beaches of Winnipeg Under the palm trees of the West End It's Bobby Brewski what is going on, folks? And welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner. A little comfort music for you. Beach Boys, the old clothes. Let's take it from the top, though. I just want to say thank you to Mark and Black and Gold, LLC, for allowing Only Bruins to be on their platform, for giving me a little soapbox to speak to y'all it's been an absolute privilege i've done many shows when it comes to being a musician I've done something about 60 to 70 shows so i'm no stranger to audiences however i am not familiar at all not being able to see said audience so to even have someone give us give me the opportunity to do so is just Absolutely unbelievable. So thank you, Mark. Okay. Um, Without this next platform, this tool, as it were, this social media app, I wouldn't be here at all. And if you're not familiar, uh, Monday, the 24th, my Twitter account got suspended for a couple of hours. So I want to take the time to also thank everybody that tweeted at Elon Your support's awesome. Uh, It was great once it was unlocked to see everybody's messages, to see everybody's tweets. A lot of them were just so funny, but it's it's cool, man. It's very humbling. Before uh, any of this Bobby's Corner thing kicked off, I gotta say, I was not particularly a fan of social media, which is ironic considering how much I post on it. Now, losing it, was a great, uh, you know, great hindsight type thing because at first I was kind of, kind of relieved, relieved, a sigh of relief, I should say, Not relieved, because I was like, wow, I don't have Twitter anymore. That's awesome. But then as the hours went on, I realized how many people I've met through that app. And I've met all of you and I get to interact with every one of you and we get to talk and catch up and talk about. All kinds of shit, not just Bruins. So to get it back was awesome. So thank you so much. It's fucking sick to be back. I hope I never have to fucking leave again. Okay. You got you got your Kleenex. Are you a Kleenex person? What, what do you call them down there? You got your, or maybe you cry into your pillow. Maybe you're crying to a blanket. Some person. I've seen motherfuckers cry into like a towel. That's a thing, maybe I'll try that, you know, put the towel over my head and just stare down at the ground. You know, for me personally, I'm a thousand mile stare kind of guy. I like to just look into oblivion and let those tears just roll down my face. It's uh, about 11.30 here on the beach and I'm finally, finally have some time to process Bergie retiring. It's been a busy it's been a busy month, man. were we were we potentially expecting this news? Yes, did we want this news? No. I really, really was hoping Bergie would come back for the centennial season, but I'm just gonna, you know, I'm happy. I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for his family. And to have your favorite player be able to walk away from the game and not have it taken away from him is, man, that's a fucking blessing and a half. You know, much like you, I I don't know what a a Boston Bruins team looks like without Bergeron on the roster. So next year should be very interesting. You know, talking to a few people, you know, some of the things I've heard generally is that He was a big reason of why they fell in love with hockey, why they fell in love with the Boston Bruins, whether that was 19 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, or maybe it was even just this season. And it's just, it's surreal that next year he won't be there. And for me, on a personal level, I mean, I've been watching the Bruins play since about 2000, 2006. And really hardcore watching almost every game since two thousand and thirteen, and it's it's been the best time of my life. And the only thing that I can, on I can well not the only thing. One thing I can honestly say is that I enjoyed every minute. I enjoyed every win. I enjoyed every loss. I fucking loved the highs. I absolutely loathed the lows. But what a you know what a privilege, what an honor. And something I said about a year ago was, we knew we had Krejci coming back, we knew we had Berger coming back, and I said let's just have no expectations, let's just spend the next eighty-two games as a one big kegger where we just celebrate the last sixteen years of Boston Bruins hockey. And I believe we did just that. We absolutely. Had one hell of a fucking rager. And it was a blast, man. And it flew right by, just like Bergeron's career. I'm going to miss him. I'm really going to miss seeing Bergeron play. Like everyone says in, in all the farewell videos and, and, and the, the players tweeting at him. I mean, it's the same thing for the fans. He was a absolute... Um, He was a a role model on and on and off the ice. And you could see that. I think uh, seeing the way he kind of held himself in regards to the team, uh, seeing his leadership style. It's something I really... uh, it's something I really try to replicate in my own life. And I, I will for years to come. My heart goes out to Brad Marchand. I mean, obviously, the the, the relationship those two have is very evident. They were kind of, you know, attached to the hip. To see Marshy play with that Berger is going to be weird. Um, it's strange. You know, it's it's a day we knew would come, but I, we just didn't think it would come as fast as it, as it has. And and even then, it seems like just yesterday, Bruce Cassidy was named head coach of the Bruins, and this whole new wave came in, and just, it's just insane. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I love you, Shush Bergeron. I'm so happy for you. I'm going to miss you. And, uh... Yeah, if, if if when they win it again, when they do, it's it, it's, you know, I just hope you're in the building to get to get to experience the happiness and the relief and the joy. And, you know, if there's cert- I feel like every generation has certain players who should be uh, eligible to waive the three year wait to get into the hall. I think Crosby's one of those players. I think Ovechkin's another one. And if you had to put a third in there, you'd say Patrice Bergeron. That's maybe a controversial take, but looking at who the Hall doesn't let in, it's not very much a controversial take. Growing up... Well, in closing, I should say. Growing up, uh, reading books about hockey talking to my dad, talking to my grandfather, I always heard about the yesteryear players, you know, whether that be uh, Rocker Richard, Ted Lindsay, Terry Sawchuk, Bobby Hall, Guy Lafleur, Bobby Clark, Gretzky, even to a further extent Cam Neely and Ray Bork, Iserman, Shani, I mean these are all guys who... Either were long retired or were phasing out. Just as I really got into hockey and what could watch it, and pay attention and really have a, an idea of how it works and how standings work and how, how goal scoring works, all that stuff, and I, I always kind of envied that my father and my grandfather and whoever else talked about hockey. I always envied that they got to see those players play and got to see them in their prime and. And now I mourn for them because they never got to see Bergeron in his prime and never got to see him go out on the top. I mean, six-time Selkie winner, man. Rename the fucking trophy. <sighs> All right. I'm going to shoot it back off to the boys. We'll see you next week. Fuck, I'm going to miss Bergeron so much, man. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Fucking A. Cheers, Birgie. Thanks for everything, man. Thanks for everything.
1: Another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. We finally get Bobby's Corner back-to-back weeks, baby. You love to see it. Love you, Bobby. Nice little shout out to the cap himself. Yeah. And uh great, great corner. Uh we don't really have much else to say for this podcast. I mean, we're we kind of want to dedicate all that to Bergeron and obviously BNG, it's, as we said. It's, it's hard just, to
0: get all the Bergeron stuff out too. Like, I'm sure over the next coming weeks we'll remember more and want to talk about more. It's just it's yeah. so fresh right now.
1: Yeah, it's so fresh and raw just you gotta we had like
0: to, opening night I, we'll probably talk about it again
1: no oh, absolutely when they name a captain we'll talk about it again we'll talk yeah. about it again on next week's episode but next week's episode we'll take a little bit of a deeper dive we just didn't want to divulge into all that shit. we kind of just wanted to thank bergeron and talk about him and just how i mean for guys our age too like that's the majority, that's the prime time of the, like, our Bruins career. And a lot of you guys
0: watching and or listening right now, I'm sure, you know, like. Talking to Sully and Mel about it last night. They were three and four when Bergeron got drafted. Fucking. Like children. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, have their balls grow even up grow up already? <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Their hair on your nuts, boys. <laughs> well, fuck.
0: <laughs> um, it's, it's uh, just at least wild. we were 11 yeah yeah i was in high school when bergeron was in his prime so i was fucking ra getting boners
1: when bergeron was fucking around these fellas didn't <laughs> even know what their dick was <laughs> but yeah it's um i think mel still retracts <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not much else to say about it uh we'll dive more into it next week uh hmm. Obviously, we're recording Wednesday night. It's going to be a Friday drop. Still, uh, well, it doesn't matter. You're already fucking listening. But we're going to stick. Yeah. We're going to be sticking to our Friday drops. Nothing's changing that we're leaving B and G. Uh, we'll still have our Friday drops. We're still going to have our Twitch stream every every Wednesday night at six forty-five, seven o'clock. So make sure you subscribe to our Twitch channel. Uh, we're going to be doing live streams going forward. Still, again, I mean, I think we're even going to get Mark in on some because Mm -hmm. it's always fun just having some dad sodas and fucking talking hockey with him so um, crossover pods in the works crossover pods in the works and oh yeah fucking something's still got to come on ours those scumbags i know Uh, i just remember high and dry yeah (laughs) they used us bro yeah Um, they just
0: want our club, bro yeah so
1: (laughs) but no it's nothing's really gonna change. I, I same schedule you'll get our
0: Friday drops um you honestly might be getting more of us, so buckle up. yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so. especially coming into August and the dog days this summer like uh like I I know I'm speaking for the pod here, but we thought now was the time to make this call if we're gonna do it uh especially with you know the season ramping up bergeron um the dog days of the summer not much to talk about we figured we start this transition now yeah exactly it's it's the right time and um
1: it's it's the right time it's summertime baby bittersweet dog days it's bittersweet for everyone everything like and now it's going to be nice to unplug for a little bit get away uh mm-hmm. we still I mean we'll still be there for the lives or the Twitch streams and everything else. Our schedules still stay intact, so you'll you'll get the same old schedule out of us every week. We're still gonna be active on Twitter, we're gonna be having fun with you guys. Um but yeah, next week we'll get more back into more of a regular episode with um more Bruins talk, obviously, and He's, questions. You, you, you gotta
0: think that they're gonna sign Swayman and Freddie after this, right? for some good news i mean like after the dust settles
1: actually by the time we record um by the time we record next week we'll have i think what freddie or swayman was august Oh, 1st? both
0: yeah yeah the, the um july 30th swayman and august 1st is freddie
1: okay so we'll we'll know by next week mm-hmm. so we can we will have that to talk about and I'd imagine... you got to I mean, think guess, it gets
0: done this weekend.
1: Yeah. It'll get done before... I don't see them going to arbitration, so...
0: Maybe Freddie, but I'd be shocked if Swayman did.
1: Yeah, I would be shocked if Swayman did. I wouldn't be surprised if Freddie did, but... Just because the numbers coming that, out? Still a possibility that Freddie's not a Bruin come next week.
0: Which is wild, because you saw him in the... He was like the one crying in the, the exit interview for Bergeron. Also, go give that a look if you haven't yet. Um, it's sad, but it's, it's good to see how much the uh, the fellas appreciated uh, Bergeron. It was kind of funny to see Jake DeBrus say it's been an honor riding shotgun to you the past two seasons. I don't know if that was a Cassidy dig or what. <laughs> yeah, that was. I I noticed. I'm like two seasons, buddy. What the fuck? Yeah, it was like, uh, you played like on the top six with him for the past like eight. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it might, but, be.
0: yeah. I'm sure it's an honor to play on his line. Think about all the players, like the scrubs that got to play, like, a couple minutes with Bergeron every every season or so.
1: Yeah, like, they career
0: yeah. up with him at one point this year. Like, that'd be wild.
1: I know. It, it's, I mean, Jesus. You, you got to, if you were ever on the Bruins and got a chance with the club, you got to think back about that, sh- that one shift you got to play with Bergeron. Mm. Yeah, Maybe like, what? We'll, because- we'll- Cause you got stuck out there for an in, and yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that you're going to hear podcasts. Now that Bergeron's are tired of like players that are also retired. Like I played with Bergeron one time, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I feel like Bergeron's one of those players, like he's playing. So you don't talk about him on podcasts. Like I saw the, the guys at missing curfew posted a, a, a video, Jimmy Hayes, rest in peace. um, uh, mm-hmm. talking about how, Bergeron saw him in a, a a bar in Arizona uh, while he was on vacation and dressed up as a a bottle girl with a helmet on or not a bottle girl but a service bottle guy and he was carrying the bottle over and he went over and he was like dancing but he had this helmet on no one knew who it was and he took this takes this helmet off and it's Patrice Bergeron he just gives Jimmy Hayes a big hug and That's if that doesn't body yeah if that isn't the embodiment of Bergeron like you know what I mean like yeah we knew him as Mr. Serious Mr. Bergeron but you know behind closed doors that like why he's beloved by the players around the NHL you Max Domi saying what an honor it's been to play Dude, I just you. saw
1: that tweet yeah like, while you were talking I just I'm like whoa Shane
0: Wright posted on his Instagram congratulations bergeron like he said he's always said he modeled this game after him and his favorite player but it just shows how beloved he was uh across the nhl but yeah that's dude that's sportsnet wild. had like a fucking five minute clip about it today i know he's canadian but just odd to see
1: yeah it, it really is odd to see uh
0: but you want to wrap yeah. this thing up
1: yeah, time to wrap it up. Uh, we got our Twitch stream in about an hour, baby. So, yeah. Um. Go. again, before we end this, I just want to thank Mark Allred again. I want to thank B&G again. Uh, none of this would have been possible without you guys, without this opportunity that you gave us from the bottom of our hearts, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for everything that you've given us, this platform uh everything it's it's truly been a blessing and uh i i hope that we can make you guys proud one day the way you know just with everything mark has showed us and taught us i hope that we can make you proud one day if we haven't already and uh bergeron patrice bergeron thank you for everything not that you you're probably still listening you probably checked out after bobby's corner (laughs) (laughs) but Patrice Bergeron, thank you for everything that you've done for the city, for Boston, for the Boston Bruins, and helping create such a such a fuck. I don't know. I don't even know how to like phrase. Like it's too hard to put into words what he's done for the city. But thank you for making this franchise as special as it is. Uh, for everything that you've built up with this, and obviously from help with the others too, guys like Chara and other players, but. Uh, you and you heard McAvoy too. Like uh, he's he says he's gonna try. Those are big shoes to fill. But he says he's yeah. gonna try to watch after and take care of what he's built. And um, it, it's it's hard, man. He's 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 the perfect human. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, he can plow my old lady if he wants. He can do no. Wrong <laughs> <my ass. laughs> but, um, I... There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Patrice Bergeron, for everything you've done for the city, for the Stanley Cup, for just never giving up on the Bruins, never giving up on a shift, everything they've done for this city. I'm honored to call you to that you are our captain. I'm, I can't wait till... I mean that's going to be one expensive ticket, but the day your number gets retired in the rafters, like it's Mm. it's truly going to be a special moment, and um, you deserve it, man. Uh, Congrats on, congrats on your retirement, and I hope you
0: enjoy it. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate the same things. Like, thank you, Mark Allred, for the opportunity. Um, Like I said uh, to you before, that it. It, it, we, i wouldn't we wouldn't be where we are without you and everything you've taught us and um just being so supportive and letting us um you know find our way in this crazy adventure and continuously you know um just like i said being being there for us as friends before everything so we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for that I'll make sure everyone keeps going and supporting bng we we were going to do the same uh like boosie said there's going to be it's like nothing's going to change and we're we're happy to keep supporting where we uh g- grew up and got our roots in this thing so like i said thank you bmg for everything thank you to mark allred it's been an absolute pleasure we're going to keep working together in the future but um i have patrice like what can you say man uh thank you for the Stanley Cup thank you for you know I got to go to a cup parade when I was younger that's probably not a lot of people can say that in the world thank you for being a role model thank you for being uh an amazing citizen on and off the ice and like like Boosie said just a, like a complete remote role model for people and I'm proud to say like to say I'm Canadian you're Canadian and I'm also proud for all the people that accepted Bergeron into this crazy Bruins market we've got um, you know, he, he, it, it, he is gonna, it, the coolest thing is like you said about the rafters one day, I'm going to be able to point up there and go, I watched that guy play live. And that's probably one of the coolest things. And, um, I'm blessed to say that. And I'm so grateful. He was the captain of my favorite team. So thank you for making the sport. I love really enjoyable to watch and, uh, be a part of, and, um, Yeah. Before I cry, I'm just going to end this.
1: (laughs) One of the coolest things that I'm going to be able to do and that we're all going to be able to do is we're going to be able to look up into the rafters, see his number retired. We're going to be able to look at old film of his and see the game he played. And I'm going to be able to be just like my dad, take my future kid to a game and point at it like you said, point at his number retired like you said, and I'm going to be able to be just like my dad saying, watch this player watch this player and Mm -hmm. uh it's just going to be old videos of patrice bergeron of how he played the game how he respected teammates and the the media and everything i mean how many times did people today congrats congratulate him on his retirement and the hell of a career and he thanked every single one of them and i'm sure it got old but he did the montreal canadians thanked him yeah like that that's how you know how like how much respect goes out for him around the league so i'm looking forward to that day it's obviously a very bittersweet week for the bruins very sad week uh but it had to happen and now it's a new chapter and i'm very much looking forward to this upcoming season getting started even though we're fucking forever away but (laughs) again one last time before we send it off thank you mark thank you bng for everything you've done for us thank you patrice bergeron for everything that you've done for us we love you guys. Stay cool till next time.
0: May I see Patrice?
2: Well, I just heard the news today. It seems my life is going to change. I'll close my eyes, begin to pray, then tears of joy. Stream down my face where Lows were